0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you're listening. In this episode, we're chatting transparency and truth in employer brand. And in particular, what that means for content and conversations with current and future employees. Back in March, Enderman's Trust Barometer, they ran a special report in response to the coronavirus pandemic. And this 10 country survey found that my employer was the most trusted institution And this was ahead of NGOs, government and media by, by quite a margin. So that's a really big responsibility that's bestowed on employers. So it's particularly important to know how to get this right in the coming months and years ahead. So that's why I'm super happy to have Ken Kane with me today. Hi Ken, how's it going?
1: Uh, good morning, Chris. Good morning, everybody. Uh, it's going pretty well, considering we're in the middle of a global pandemic and lockdown. Um, yeah, it's
0: going all right. What's, what part of the uh, world are you locked down in at the, at the moment? I'm locked
1: down in Lincolnshire, and oh, nice. um, thank goodness, uh, a house with a garden, and uh, we've had some good weather to make the most of. Um, to make the most of that.
0: Yeah, good stuff. It's um, so thinking about, you know people who haven't got gardens and have to live in flats and you know with with you know big families it's kind of count my blessings sometimes when I think about you know having things like a you know house with a few rooms and a garden it makes such a big difference so um
1: you 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 have to be you have to be grateful Um, yeah absolutely I absolutely um share what you say in terms of you know, people who are in limited space with large, large families—it's yeah. um, pretty challenging. I have no idea yeah. what that. Is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, too right. So, so let's um, let's start off with you. Really telling us a bit about yourself and what you've been up to in 2020.
1: Um, yeah, 2020 was the year uh, when uh, Simon Thomas and Neil Griffiths and myself decided to launch um, our new business—a okay. um, business called Serif. Um, we kind of saw the, the global pandemic coming. Um, we anticipated that we were going into lockdown. We thought that's a really good time to launch um, to launch a business. Um, and uh, it, 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 has, it has proved challenging. Although, you know, on the, on the one hand, um, people say you must be mad, you must be crazy. But the kind of business that we've launched, which is a communications business that helps organizations um, build an emotional connection with people. Um, you know, one could argue that there's probably not a better time to do this, and it's never been more important in a business context to um, to communicate and, and build that emotional connection with the people who are are
0: part of your workforce. Yeah, for sure. And um, I mean, you've been you've been in the in the industry for for a few years, let's say. I remember we worked together back at, um, at Havas. Happy days, um, Chris. So yeah, happy days indeed. So you work with a whole host of clients, of course, o- over the years. So um, um, it's not surprising you guys have kind of set up your own business. And so I think that was, yeah, yeah, it, on, was it, it was it was kind of a you, you know we thought
1: we've got a lot of experience. How do we how do we share that? Um, mm. And how do we share that? Uh, it, you know, we we don't want to build bricks and mortar. And this is a kind of a virtual enterprise, um, a, a kind of a cooperative, uh, connected talent that you know enables us to work with the best of the best and deliver um, you know uh, solutions to uh, to our clients based upon our experience and our understanding. And um, you know, so far, so good. For sure. Nice.
0: And what is it? The kind of, I suppose, what is it that? Seraphis is is doing that's kind of filling that maybe that that gap in in the market i think you know the,
1: the space we occupy i think Common common parlance chris would be it's it's all about evp and employer brand mm. and you know i've been as you um very kindly said i've been in this business a few years and I, i'm kind of it, it, in those in the employer brand space, I'm kind of seeing a, a sea of sameness, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's necessarily been brilliantly creative over the years. I think it gets dumbed down a little bit. Um, I don't think it gets the recognition or the level of investment perhaps that it needs from a, from a C-suite point of view. Um, I think there's been conflict in, um, in the between HR or TA in marketing. And it, it's never, I, I think, never had the, the opportunity to, uh, to really kind of come to the fore. Mm. And for me, it's one of the, you know, great communication is, is, is one of the, 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 the silver bullet, I guess, for talent management mm. um, in terms of making that emotional connection and connecting people with the values of an organisation and unleashing the effort that every organisation strives for. So I think we saw kind of a, a sea of sameness. We didn't see brilliant creativity or innovation barring one or two exceptions. And We thought, you know, here is an opportunity to, to kind of come to market with using our experience to kind of degloss. gloss um, you know, if you look at a lot of um, employer brand propositions, they're, they're pretty much the same. There's not much, yeah, there's sure. not much difference between one and the other. Yeah. And um, you know it, it, employment is a it, it, it's not a it, it's not a glossy environment. if you, it, yeah. if, if you get where I'm coming from, yeah. there are challenges and I think there was a time there, this is a time for organizations to be really honest yeah. and say um, you know this is what we offer as a business and stay true to their values but equally to say, work is tough you know it doesn't go right all the time and you know there's characteristics like tenacity and resilience and all of those things are really important so for us it was all about what an organization gives but equally
0: what they get back from people in return and as you said look you know with the pandemic coming along you know i think this is something that's um the drums has been banged a lot more what you're saying i think and companies are i think being forced to to really look at this more aren't they and that thing about truth or trust is is really important the end Enderman trust barometer kind of shows that something that's pretty well relatively hot off the press um, where you know an employee is seen as being a highly trusted source of information um so kind of I'll talk about truth and transparency at the beginning of the episode so let's kind of let's get to grips with what truth and transparency means in, in organizations, externally and internally? Um, I, you know, as, as I said
1: before, I think there's been a gloss to messaging in business. Mm. And um, I think people respond and, and the trust bridge is much stronger if, if you're truthful and if you're honest and if you're open. I think you get much more respect both within the organization and outside the organization. If you are truthful and, and honest, even if you have to convey really bad news and i think um, you know I, I think organizations shy away or have shied away from being truthful and honest um some because it may affect their share price yeah <laughs> some yeah, be sure. some because you, you, you hear a brand, brand police and people aren't um are really encouraged to have a voice in business but i think what is being proven is that those organizations who are open and those are organizations who are candid, irrespective of it's good news, bad news or something in the middle, and they enable their people to talk very honestly about their experience of working there, um, they're the organizations that are going to thrive. You know, you look at Airbnb, for example, um, a really good example recently where they have to. Let go twenty five percent of their workforce. Yeah. Look at the way they did that, they you know, a, organizations need to become much more human in the way that they communicate and um, empathetic and compassionate and all of all of those all of all of those good things. The way Airbnb said we are going to get rid of, we need to lose twenty five percent of our workforce. Yet you had people coming out of that experience being advocates of the Airbnb brand. Mm,
0: yeah. I yeah, really liked actually what they're I mean the, the the kind of email that was written, you could kind of sense the the pain in in the fingertips of writing that writing that, that email. Of, you know, how it was really quite quite a wrench to to actually have to do that thing. But what what they did was, you know, in terms of that language was great, but also support and coming up with a, a platform to help you know people actually find these people who have been made redundant it's fantastic yeah, yeah. for me it, it's kind of been a bit of a, shame, a
1: a beacon in these kind of dark times and you're right you could feel that um brian chetsky i think is the, the chief executive he was feeling um he was feeling every emotion um, when he put pen to paper and, and, it, and it came through and it shone through and uh, you know I think he should be he should be respected
0: for there's something actually um was it recently so um, who's the reddit guy who's married to Serena Williams um, oh my goodness I can't remember his name um, he said recently that's it the co yeah co-founder um, yeah co-founder Alexi Orhanian Alexi um actually resigned from the board um and said said someone should take his someone of color should take his place and he I think he did something on Instagram where he said I've got to make a stand because you know I've got to think about what what'm what am I going to tell my black daughter you know what I did at this time you know mm-hmm. my goodness talk about. Talk about actually sticking to your sticking to your values and doing something that's important.
1: And, and this um, is where organisations, you, you know, their values are getting really examined through the how they behave. And you know, this 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 might be the time for organisations to sit down and say, "The values that we have are they the values that we're
0: going to go forward with?" Mm. Actually, I think one of the, yeah, the Reddit have had issues in terms of this clash between freedom of speech and obviously. You know controversial speech and and um, and so actually i think that's in part he's done that because he knows that something very very symbolic has to be done or more than symbolic has to be done um to show that you know him and the business are, are willing to make willing to make change you know it's um yeah it was, it was pretty impressed with what with what he did there um yeah. so I think yeah. You know, when I was um, I was chatting with um, Adam Winston, Dawson Walker Communications, mm-hmm. and um, talking about the once he's doing a series of videos about untapping the you know the power of people. And then I was talking about how actually this thing about really letting letting people be your be your be themselves at work, and when you can mm-hmm. really when you're working from home and you you've got the family close very close close by and you know people and children interrupting um, zoom calls then actually you know you are being very much bringing yourself your whole self to work and you know when things when things get back to some sense of normality although of course we never go back to back to the way it, where it was before 100 um, percent but when we do go back it's like employers just need to let Continue to let their employees be themselves. Um, they
1: they absolutely do, and and I think that's you know that's again uh, um, that helps build trust, that helps build engagement, um, that helps build that emotional connection between people in business. Um, that you know employers recognise that if you're working in an environment that isn't the office, then there are other challenges that you have to face as well. Yeah, and exactly. um, You know, childcare, um, homeschooling—you know—all of those things are are, are kind of really, really important that people are having to cope with. I think organisations are are realising and are supporting some organisations are realising
0: and supporting, certainly not all. And when it comes to like looking at looking at when is best to be doing this, I mean, obviously, you know, employer—we talk about employer. Branding, a lot of that is about external communications. Um, you know, where actually you need to, of course, have, you know, authentic content, authentic storytelling, you know, to encourage people who aren't, um, who aren't part of your business to want to kind of join the tribe. Um, yeah. But what about what about from an internal perspective? Uh, it all starts from the inside, doesn't it? I'm, I'm not a fan of the term necessarily, employ
1: brand, you mm. know, an organization. Although it's common parlance, and uh, you know, if you want to if you want to grow a business in <laughs> our know, space, then you have to use it because that's yeah, what people yeah. search for, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. But you know, an, an organization has one brand, and yeah. you know what we're talking about is actually the people dimension of that brand. Mm. You know, I I would argue that that is the most important piece, um, mm-hmm. because you know, if you get you build that right connection. With people you know, that right emotional connection with people in your business, um, then you know that has a huge impact on the customer experience, in terms of innovation, in terms of customer traction, in terms of customer attraction, um, and you know that drives greater value in the business, which the people in the C-suite ultimately are going to be judged by. Yeah, and yeah, sure. so you know, if you look at the uh, the relationships between people and shareholders and, uh, and customers, I would argue that most of are, are, are the bigger budget should actually be given to the people, please. Because <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the people who really drive the who drive the change. You know, you can do all the Definitely. great marketing, but if the experience doesn't follow through on that, people are going to leave your product and, and and move on to another. one
0: yeah that's always always something over years that i've kind of it's kind of greater with me a little bit as like what what's going on you know and it's ultimately it is unfortunately it's because there is an absolute well people see a more of a direct link between between selling stuff <laughs> and, and and the budgets they put in you know so you know and if they if they don't dedicate time and money to sales and, and marketing then they they well we're not gonna we, we're not gonna have a business but yeah, I mean, if you don't have your people, you don't have a business. It's <laughs> okay. something 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 I said at the kind of in my intro of my my kind of trailer to to my pod my podcast is um is recruiting and you know and keeping the right talent is the absolute number one challenge facing facing organo- organizations. Yeah, everything else you know, comes from it, that. And if you've got if you've got your people, um,
1: you know, connected emotionally. Um then you have probably the best recruitment network you're gonna have. Yes. you have. Know, your own own employees telling stories, um, you know, and, and putting those stories out to their network and, and feeling as if they're, um, you know, trusted to, to go and tell um, others about what it's going, what, what it's like to work here through whatever channel in whichever format. Um, you know, arguably your attrition will be down. Um, you won't be spending money on uh, expensive advertising campaigns and recruitment agencies. Yeah, and, and just going back to the point you were making before, um, you know, I think it, it is a reflection perhaps of um, where HR is perceived within the context of business. Yeah, yeah. Right, CMO, CTO, CFO have always had a seat at the top table. Right, mm. CHRO, or CPO. No, they haven't. Crazy, the world yeah. Is,
0: I think the world is waking up to that. Totally. I would hope. Yeah. Um, and if it takes it takes things like this, what's happening at the moment, to accelerate that even more, I think it's uh, you know it's a good thing. It's one of the yeah. one of, the, one of the, the positives that comes out of these very challenging times. Yeah, you know, it, it, you know I I
1: maybe this is a this is wishful thinking but i would like to see organizations come out of this pandemic um more human more mm. compassionate um more trusting because i think those organizations who are well see the benefit
0: definitely it's like it's you know per time and time again it's like you know i think individually people say this as well is that as an organization or individuals we look back at this period of time. What, what we do, what can we say about what we do? Yeah, <laughs> like the co-founder of Reddit. You know, I look back and I talk to people. What will I say that I've I, I've done? Um, and actually, that <laughs> that's something that should always be done, shouldn't it? Really, like, well, yeah. You know, and it can be connected with creating legacy or whatever, particularly with that. People want to feel that they, you know, that they 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 leave something very positive behind. Um, but um, yeah. That's the question that you should really be asking yourself as an individual, an organisation, far regularly than just a, you know, just <laughs> just a global pandemic. Yeah,
1: uh, I mean, lead, leaders are leading a human business, you know, exactly. irrespective of the technology and the machines and all of those kinds. Of things, they're leading, you know, fundamentally leading human business. Mm. You know, look, look after it, nurture it, grow it. Um, you know and, and those those attributes of, of compassion of humanity of um kindness you, you know you think you, you think about what we're going through nobody really understands what every individual in the organization is going through everybody everybody says we're in a pandemic yeah. but every you know everybody is um everybody's taking a different journey through that with different pressures and um, both physical and emotional, and you know, those organisations who, who really understand that and support their people, too. they're the ones who are going to come out of this with you know enhanced reputations mm. and, uh, and businesses that people believe in, both as a customer and as an employee.
0: If you look at actually look at rise of automation. AI. I mean, clearly, technology is going to play a much bigger part, you know, in 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 the future of work, and that is been talked about a lot and for for quite a long time. Is there's that importance then on on the emotional intelligence side of things at work, and on on tapping into the more cognitive roles? And actually, mm-hmm. when you know that something more manual can be done, you leave, you know, and you're not expecting humans to be to do the manual process stuff as much, then you do need to focus more on on other things. And actually I think it forces you to treat employees as individuals more than just a part in the production process. Um, so I think yeah, of AI think... as well will 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 escalate that in the same way yeah. that pandemic has. And I think you know broad
1: I've never been a fan of that. I think you should treat people as individuals. Um, because you know everybody's needs are different. Mm. And that's particularly acute at this,
0: uh, you know, at this time. Yeah, for sure. And so who's, so who's, um, who's doing it well at the moment in terms of, you know, being, being truthful and and, and being transparent?
1: Um, the, the business I would
0: always hold up um, is
1: Gymshark. Um, mm. I think Gymshark do a really good job. Um, they talk about character. They talk about attitude. They talk about con- conduct, uh, and I think you know the way the way the organisation behaves and the way the individuals behave within that organisation, irrespective of where you are. Um, they're it, it, they're really honest and candid. Uh, they talk about being uh, grafters, innovators, and visionaries in that order, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they talk about succeeding together and, and failing together. So they kind of you know eradicate that fear of failure um which you know we all know in business, nothing goes perfect and mm. and, and nothing is smooth yet they talk about um, succeeding together and failing together um, And I just it, it, this is a, I think it was Maya Angelou who said this, but this is this is something which is very close to uh, the core of Jim Shah and that they say they talk about um, you'll you'll forget, what they said, you'll forget what they did, but you'll never forget how they made you feel. Yeah, it's a great quote. Absolutely. I it's think a, it, it was it was her, yeah. It was a brilliant, brilliant quote. And mm. and it looks as if Jim kind of lived by it. And mm. you know, that seems to permeate not only the experience as an employee, but equally the experience as a customer. Mm. And and they back it up with just some brilliant stories. You know, you talk about putting your proof where your promises. And I I don't know if you saw this story, Chris, but there was a um there was a video on Twitter um featuring a guy wearing a Gymshark top, a Gymshark hoodie in the Bronx in New York, right? Mm. And he was cleaning up the streets after a peaceful protest had turned violent the night before. Yeah. Um they found him. The guys at Gymshark found um, and he'd been a customer at Gymshark since two thousand and eighteen. Right, yeah. They refunded all of his purchases. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, and 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 when they put it out on social media, they obviously, um, you know, they shout, they gave a shout out to the customer support team for making it happen. But how would that guy feel, right? And he responded, and um, in I think it was Twitter, and he said. Gymshark literally blessed me and refunded me the money I've invested since 2018. (laughs) It's 2020. I literally threw up when I kept getting text messages about refunds. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that, there's no old adage, isn't it, that people make decisions not on that's the job I want, but that's the organization I'd like to work for, Mm. right? And and Gymshark are absolutely true to their values. Mm. They're very human. Um, they're very empathetic, uh, and, and I just love the way that they're tackling it. Mm. It, yeah, it, it just seems cool. that every message you see through, you know, social media or whether it be on LinkedIn or whether it's something out in the press, seems to be a
0: reinforcement about the soul and the very essence of what Genshoku is about. Mm. And it's about actions, you know, not just statements. It's actions and gestures, and that is a brilliant example and yeah it's about putting a proof where that promises, right
1: absolutely and I, and I think you know there's uh, there's some extraordinary claims out there by organizations but actually if you keep the tires are they living it day to day and are there people telling the world about it i would argue probably not
0: mm. yeah and in you know brand guidelines obviously within this you know in employee brand guidelines is kind of often talk about what you should what you should say, and actually, you know, the extra dimension is yeah, looking at okay, well, for saying this, what do we do? And you know, Jim Shark absolutely do it, and they've you know that quote you 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 said is say is is on the walls in there, you know, in the office, and often you know heard that you know, having that kind of stuff or having your values and statements on on a wall in office is just kind of lip service. Well, it is unless you back up what you say with actions. So you know, it's Jim are absolutely. Putting it on the walls to remind people why they're here and why they decide to join, um, but emphasizing it 10, but, 20, 30, 40 times with actions like that. But equally, I think what that says, you know, and I, I've
1: never been into a Gymshark office, um, uh, I, I've got a Gymshark top that I probably shouldn't have, <laughs> <laughs> he, um, is that, you know, when people see that and, and people are, uh, you know, posting on social media or putting messages out on social media, or, or whatever they are doing, the context of that is kind of ingrained. Is if what I'm going to say or if what I'm going to do, how is it going to make my the customer or how is it going to make my colleague feel? Mm-hmm. If you've got that kind of ingrained in the people, then you know the, the manifestation of that is is a great place to work. He's a great customer experience, is a great candidate experience. Um don't get me on the candidate experience. Um is, is, is a great customer and a great candidate experience. And and the, the kind of the, the reputation of the business, you know, grows in the right way.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think yeah, definitely they're a great, great example. And you know, they've got the founder, is it Ben Francis, is under yeah. 30. You know, and um, and taken taken the business very far, very quickly. Um, mm-hmm. it's Kind of, if it feels like it's you know you've got see millennial generation are very much in work, have been for a, a good chunk of time, and Gen Z on you know now entering the workforce as well. Um, it feels to me there's a you know this is a clear example of someone who is you know grown up in a in different environments and there's therefore you know causing co- this this company to to be like this um, I think it's just natural for someone like Ben Francis to do these things say mm. these things um, whereas you know with other companies who have been around for longer maybe it doesn't feel so natural to do that indeed yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and on the other
1: uh, on, on the other side of the coin but, but equally as good is it, it, you look like Cisco you know one of the um, one of the established um, mm-hmm. global brand um, you know they, a, a hashtag um, we are Cisco mm-hmm. you know they enable and trust their people to go and tell the story of Cisco mm-hmm. and you know is it 45 48 thousand people um, uh, have done so on Instagram. I mean, you know, that's huge. Yeah. yeah, that is an organisation who, who kind of has let go. You know, they they are classed as a as a big corporate, but yet they've they they, they appear to have created this you know, culture of trust.
0: you know actually, when you when you search for Cisco, Cisco careers, mm-hmm. the top result for is Cisco. Cisco Careers website and the description of that um, of that search result is join the We Are Cisco tribe. You know, very much, very much saying, you know, you're, you're you're joining joining a group group of like-minded people, and that is being proven by the fact that that hashtag is being used thousands of times on an Instagram. It's great.
1: Yeah, it's you know very different business to Gymshark. Um, you know, come from a kind of a very different heritage, yet their values seem to run true. And, and, and stolen those values and sharing, um, uh, sharing the proof of their promise, like, is interested uh, to their people, and their
0: people seem very happy to do it. Mm. I really like what they're doing as well. About um, so they got on the homepage, got a blog post about Jared who works at Cisco. There's my new job, which is life as a working dad, and you know there is—it's so far away from a usual employee profile. You know, it's literally tapping into the experience that this guy has had, um, becoming a new father. And goodness me, if, you, if you've got kids, you know you remember what it's like—the experience he had, which is you know when you take take your child from hospital and you go home, you realize, wow, okay. <laughs> this is real and you know we've just got to get on with it and so that's really really powerful i think and and you know it's it's not it's not banging on about the values of of cisco cisco but by reading it you are feeling <laughs> what that organisation stands for you absolutely
1: are and you're able to identify yourself in that business um, you know it, it it brings a rich the, the kind of diversity of the organ uh, the organization um it shows it's, it' it seems to be an inclusive business um
0: through the stories that it's telling through its people mm. yeah definitely yeah i think there are two two great examples there and what i'll do is i'll i'll drop in in the episode description dropping links to what we've been talking about because i okay. think it's um there's a whole load of stuff that worth you know people looking in a bit more and like looking at what Gymshark are you know saying and what Cisco are doing in terms of the content that are they're creating. You know it's um yeah two two very different organizations aren't they? You know one is is very established and been around for a long time, you know, and the other in terms of Gymshark is is a is a newer company. Um and but they still they still have Take the same kind of approach about being, kind of very, kind of truthful and transparent. And actually, with Cisco, what I really like about it is that the fact they've got you know what is it so yeah forty or so thousand, nearly fifty thousand, we are Cisco um, hashtags on Instagram uh, means that as you say they are, you know their employees are getting involved in creating you know content from their experiences and particularly, particularly from um, you know lockdown. So lots of You know, photos of of people working from home. You know, (laughs) family and pets. You know, cats and dogs at at laptops. That's a popular one. Um, But you know, for me, this is this is where they've actually just trusted their employees to get on with it, and kind of it's made me think of well, companies often, especially when social media came along, is like right, let's let's do social media guidelines or let's have a social media policy, and that kind of, for me, is more about what you shouldn't be saying. And actually, what this is a good example of is actually going. Well, no, this is what you can do, and actually just letting their employees get on with it. Um, I, I, I don't know whether this is a sensible parallel, Chris,
1: right? but no, go um, <laughs> you, you, You're much more of a, a, a social media expert than I am. Um, but you know, when when LinkedIn and social media kind of first came to the fore. A lot of people resisted sharing. Yeah, yeah. They they kind of thought that what they knew was their was their own IP. Yeah, and there was mm-hmm. some value in that. But what's been proven over the years is that the more you share, the more you get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if, if you put that in a business context, then kind of shutting down what your employees say and controlling what your employees can say through social media about your business. Maybe this is the change where uh, the more you enable and open up uh, your employees to tell your story, then the better it is for business. Yeah. Is that, I, I don't know whether that is a, whether that's a good parallel
0: or a bad parallel, but no, it's definitely sensible.
1: Yeah.
0: Definitely. It goes, you know, fundamentally it goes down to that trust, doesn't it? It, it absolutely does. Bring yeah. someone into a company to, because you trust them to, to to do a job for you and you, you trust them you should be trust them in, in in many ways and you know if the trust isn't there then perhaps actually the you know the hiring process mm. or you know the the messaging was put out in the first place and the content was created it wasn't you know wasn't in line with with what you're about as an organisation
1: I mean people work in different ways I think mm. organizations you know you talk about bringing your whole self to work mm. um, you know, I think a, a big part of that is enabling people to work in the way where they are most productive, yeah. you know, whether that is, um, you know, whether that is in a, in a remote environment and whether it's in an office environment or whether it's in a, combina- in a, in a combination of the two. Um, you know, I think, what is workspace? You know, how, do you, how, do, yeah. how, how do you define workspace now? Because I think yeah. it's very different for, for different people. Um, uh, you, you know, I think um, if you look look at some of the reports that have come out about, um, you know, Gen Z um, are much more. Uh, they're keen to get back into an office environment because of the social context in which mm. they work. Yeah. Mm. Um. Uh, you, organizations, I think, have to have that kind of flexibility to enable their people to be as productive as as, as they possibly can be. Mm. And, you know, that then changes the, or, or certainly impacts upon the nature of what leadership then looks like. Mm.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's, um, I think that, you yeah, your point about, your report reports saying, you yeah, know, Gen Z, you know, wanting to, you know, people at age group wanting to have an office environment is, um, yeah, shows that actually it's important to have that blend because yes, you can absolutely You know, have that feeling of connection, you know, outside of the office. And I think the number of Zoom calls and quizzes um, that companies have had with their teams, you know, shows that actually you can create, you know, a good team environment feeling of togetherness um, through technology. But, you know, you do need that blend with actually getting together, you know, face to face. It's just human to do so. Um,
1: Yeah. Well, I think you know not only that but i think as a leader in the business all of these zoom calls and all of these um all, you know, all of these teams events um you know both social and work there's there is a big um there's a big emphasis i think on leaders to pick up a phone to people who are in their team and just mm. not talk about work yeah and just say how are you mm, exactly are you feeling yeah what can we do to help Mm. those are the things that i think probably make the biggest difference at this time
0: yeah and actually if you have that as you know clearly is the only focus of the call then then it isn't that classic thing of have a bit of general chit chat and now let's get on to business okay how you doing yeah what you've been up to oh and now can you do this bucket load of stuff for me (laughs) it's it's just all about can you yeah how can i help you yeah if I you've
1: got it. you know if you've got your leader ringing you and saying I don't want to talk about work yeah mm-hmm. I just want to check on you to see how you are how would that make you feel yeah totally that says I care about you I want mm-hmm. to hear how you are and um, I want to help if I can you know those things are really really important small things that's you know that's not that's not AI that's not technology. Exactly. Um, That's not big strategic stuff. That's three words. How are you? Yeah. Mm. Or can I help? Those yeah. things. You know, you talk about making an emotional connection. Those things are huge. Three words.
0: Massive impact. Mm. So it's those gestures, isn't it? It's just those little thing, yeah, little things. Um, there's a great TED talk by it's quite a few years now, a few years old now, but Rory Sutherland. Of Ogilvy, um uh-huh. talks about you know sweating the small stuff you know look at the little things here and there that can that don't necessarily cost a lot of money um, but actually can have a big big impact. So I'll, I'll drop that into the um, episode description as well. Um, good, we could have a co- whole other conversation about that. But I think um, we've got a few more minutes left, so I think that's um, so. Should we kind of leave leave with a, just a few things that you think that say? employers could do to uh, not just set themselves up for you know getting through the next few months but you know how could they what they can do to set themselves up for the next you know decade and beyond i, I could
1: uh, i could go on about this forever <laughs> i i think if, if i could summarize it and what i'd like to see yeah um find your story be more human and, and when i say human i mean more compassionate um, more understanding more
0: supportive um trust your people yeah nice and actually you know that's why it's great you've got jim shark as an example it's not surprising if you've got jim jim shark as an example i think people spend yeah. a bit of time looking at that and seeing what they do you know and go onto their social and look at what they're doing and in terms of actually the response to see what's been going on going down in the last week in terms of Black Lives Matter, um, and the gestures that they've made, you know, in the great in the greater scope of business, you know, those gestures aren't expensive. It was a great, very, a, very, very, very powerful. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a subject
1: own um, a very big one and a very important one. Um, there was a guy on, I think it was on Newsnight last night. He was all over the news, and he talked about he's seen a lot of statements from big corporates. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm talking about their solidarity with the, the, the Black Lives Matter movement yeah. and he said when he went to see those when he went to those businesses online he didn't see anybody like him in the boardroom oh yeah yeah didn't see anybody yeah. like him lower down in the business yeah but actually when he walked into the business he saw people like him who were the cleaners yeah <laughs> you know Let's get away from the big statements and the platitudes, and let's see some action to address, um, you know, address these really important
0: issues and bring some balance and some fairness. Mm. That is that is critical, but that, that's for another podcast, Chris. No, totally. Well, um, yeah, thanks very much. Really appreciate it, Ken. It's been uh, it's been good to it's been good to chat as always. Um, yeah, Looked have a good it. day. Enjoy the rest of your day and your week. And um, and you, yeah, we'll, we'll catch up soon. Stay safe, Chris. Cheers, mate. Bye now. Bye. Thanks for listening and don't forget to follow or subscribe for the latest episode drops. And don't forget to get in touch if you want to contribute.